think it's just that literally anyone can launch. It's not out of reach for anyone. You don't have to be an expert before you launch. You don't have to have worked with a million people before you launch. <laughs> um, you don't even have to have worked with one person before you launch. You can launch something before them. So mm -hmm. it is for everyone. Hey, you're listening to The Shiro Show, home to authentic conversations about business, marketing, and the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. I'm Kelsey, your host and founder of Shiro's. After spending some time being undervalued as a nine to fiver, I left my job, got gritty, and built a thriving business that used to only exist in my Pinterest dreams. And now I'm going to teach you how to do the same with the tried and trusted strategies I've used to build my business. Think of this podcast as free business school where you can steal my MBA knowledge to get effective and applicable business tips without the huge price tag. Each week, you'll learn from myself and trusted guest experts that will help you scale your business without sacrificing your life in the process. So grab a coffee or a glass of wine and let's get ready to dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Shiro Show. Today I have Victoria with me. She is a specialist and a freaking professional in launching and online business management. And I'm so excited to have her here with me today to share her knowledge and wisdom with all of you. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Kelsey. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And if you couldn't tell, um, she's not from the United States. <laughs> she lives in the UK in the place that the holiday, if anybody is a Cameron Diaz fan out here, um, she lives near where that was filmed, right? Was it called? Sorry. Sorry. So that, I'm not in that nice little cute village. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it is, is here, yeah. Um, we do have some really nice little cute villages near us uh, <laughs> um, that you see in the holiday, which, which, is, which is nice to be around. <laughs> so cute. I love it. I feel like that they painted a picture of like every single UK town and city and everybody expects it to look exactly yeah. like that. <laughs> Yeah, when in reality, there is there is quite a few of those places, but you do have to kind of hunt around to find them. <laughs> but they are lovely yeah. when you come across them. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I want to book that little house. Yes. Someday. Me too. It's on the vision board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's super um, Yeah, so tell us a little bit more about yourself and your business. Yeah, so um, uh, I'm a mum first, <laughs> um, so I've got two little boys, uh, one's just turned three and one has just turned one, um, and, and then I'm an entrepreneur, so um, I'm a launch consultant and operations manager, um, so essentially I work with CEOs to help them launch and help them manage their day-to-day -day business. Um, setting up all things systems and processes and and all things strategy um yeah and recently I was doing this alongside my nine to five job um so I've been in the online space for it's coming up about six years now um and I just left my nine to five job like two 
two months ago, I think it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm losing track of time now already. <laughs> um, so yeah, for, for a long time, I've, I've kind of um, juggled the both. And now I'm going, you know, all in in the in the online space which is so fun <laughs> yes it is oh my gosh that's so crazy I didn't realize that you had been in the online space for six years now that like you must have seen like some crazy just different seasons of everything that has happened because even for me like I started my business in 2018 and I've seen I feel like I've seen so many different shifts in the online space. Yeah, there has been so much. I remember when I first started, I started as a um, as a VA mm -hmm. and um, it didn't seem, although at the time when I started it, when I, you know, when you jump in and you surround yourself with all these other VAs, because that's what you're doing, right? Yes. Um, I mean, now it makes sense to me. The algorithm is showing you all these other VAs. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now it makes sense to me but at the time I jumped in and I was like this market is so saturated but actually now when I look back I think that back six years ago a VA wasn't actually as big of a thing as it is now mm -hmm. um, you know it was still there was still a lot of VAs of course but it was still quite a new a new thing yeah. um, and yeah so there's been like massive changes I feel in the last six years definitely mm -hmm. it's quite crazy when you actually compare then to now <laughs> right yeah um, yeah it seems crazy it is insane um so also when I feel like number one launch and like operations go hand in hand because if you have never launched your bit like launch something in your business like you don't really understand all of the nitty-gritty details that go into something so huge and especially if you're going to do it right you know like a lot of people just like you wing it but that's never something that ends well <laughs> um for your sales so i feel like those two pair together perfectly and how did you because you started out as a VA so like how did you eventually like reach this point where you're like okay I'm gonna double down on launching and operations so it was quite um recently actually that I like really focused on the launching and operations side so so kind of the the journey of it was I started as a VA alongside me being a personal assistant in my nine to five job but then in my nine to five job, I got promoted um, into like a more of a business management role, doing project management. I got certified as a project manager. Um, and so I was doing all of that stuff in the nine to five, um, you know, the public uh, public mm -hmm. sector space. And then um, as that was all happening in the online space, my role was kind of um, transforming as well. So I went more to social media management mm -hmm. for a while and then I found myself more as like Instagram coaching and actually a lot of that was uh, focused around people launching and using Instagram for launching mm -hmm. and at the time I didn't look at it like that it was I was focused on you know I'm an Instagram coach kind of thing yeah <laughs> um but but actually a lot of it was around you know having the strategies to launch you know using um stories to launch your course or your program and I still have my first 
ever VA client. I still work with her today. Mm -hmm. Um, And I helped her with a lot of launch stuff as well, just as, you know, you know, in more of a VA sense, I guess, but I was helping her with, with strategy and things like that. And I wasn't even realizing fully um, that this could actually be like the thing that I focus on. And then I did Live Launch Academy with okay. Shannon. At Shannon. The yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, I loved it. I did it because I wanted to launch something myself, but I loved it. And I was like, this is what I'm doing with my clients, you know, in not in the full sense of, of how I'm doing it now, but I was doing things like looking at this how to use social media to do a launch strategy and and things like that mm-hmm. um and it just kind of hit me that this that was what I really wanted to focus in on um and just going to go all in on launching and then with my nine to five the project management that all feeds into it mm-hmm um same with the OBM side to so the operations and systems and stuff like that because I was already doing that in the nine to five right um so yeah and long story short well it's already been a bit long but <laughs> cut it down short. <laughs> um I when I was pregnant um with my youngest baby that's when I decided I really needed like I I needed to pivot I was so focused on this launch I um discovered more about what an OBM role was heard a lot about it in the online space but I'd never really looked into it much and it just you know that way when you just get that feeling like this is it like yeah this is it and I was so excited so I had my baby and while I was pregnant and then while I was taking a few months off with him when he was first born I got my business ready and then I launched in September last year um so I launched that launch in OBM business and oh my gosh that's awesome oh it's been amazing honestly I feel so aligned now and it's been like this like roller coaster getting Mm -hmm. there it Um, always is though I that's yeah sometimes I think we always kind of put this pressure to find what we want to do straight away Mm -hmm. you know um if we jump into the online space we've got to stick at what we're doing straight away And we don't yeah. actually think about that things do change. You learn and you grow. You change as a person as well. Totally. And so eventually I fell into to this and I've never felt so aligned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like changing or like changing your mind, you know, there's so much like shame about changing your mind and like growing as a person like because that's what you what 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 you started out with doing is not like ultimately if you're continuing to grow as a person like you may find something that you like better as a result of starting your business because especially with you know not niching down and kind of like dabbling in a bunch of different areas like it's never going to be the same. Like you're going to try different things. You're going to be like, "Ugh, I didn't really like that. Or you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this was something that like really fueled me and I really love this. So I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's been quite a journey, but to be honest, I've loved every minute of it. Even when I felt at the time I didn't, because it is all really helped to to do what I'm doing now if I Mm -hmm. started doing launch and OBM I probably 
uh, I probably wouldn't have succeeded in terms mm -hmm. of I probably would have felt too kind of overwhelmed with it mm -hmm. uh, I really feel like it's the journey that's that's why it's so right it's the right for right now if that makes sense yeah you know, not necessarily back then <laughs> totally no that's so good because um what you're saying about you know starting if you were to have started back then, like you may not have felt confident in all of those different things, which would have taken you down a completely different journey. And it comes down to like having confidence in like what you're doing, because if you don't have confidence in like your skill set, and if you don't have confidence in the delivery of your service, it's going to be really, really hard for you to actually sell whatever it is that you're doing. And yeah, exactly. specifically with specifically with launching, like if you're not, if you don't feel confident in your offer, like it's going to be nearly impossible to like show up and actually people feel inclined line to come to you and buy whatever it is that you're having to sell so yeah, exactly um so yeah it's been a journey but an amazing one <laughs> yeah um so launching is obviously your area of expertise and you launched full-time into your business so that probably came as second nature to you um but for somebody who is juggling their full-time position with their business like you were just a few months ago what advice would you have um for them kind of building momentum and like getting things set up in order to take that big leap for launching the business, I think it all comes down to my biggest tip is just plan. Mm -hmm. Now, by that, I don't mean that you have to plan everything out and it has to stay to that exact plan and things like that. But what I mean is things can feel really overwhelming when you just try to dive in without mapping things out. By that, what I mean is there's lots of little pieces that goes into doing things, right? Uh, mm -hmm. like launching a business, launching anything. <laughs> There's lots of these like little nitty gritty details that we tend to miss quite a lot. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I think a lot of those details are missed until you're in it and you're mm -hmm. like doing something and you're like, oh, I haven't thought about this. Oh, and that leads to these five things. Yes. And that leads to this. And <laughs> I've been there so many times. <laughs> you're calling me out <laughs> <laughs> it happens a lot and then but I think that what that ends up doing is it knocks your self-confidence um I've seen it a lot with people where they're like and it suddenly just sends them into this I can't do it this isn't for me um I'm not meant for this but actually you are meant for this you're just overwhelmed because yeah. we haven't you know planned these things out we haven't mapped out that there are going to be these nitty-gritty details there are going to mm -hmm. be these little things that come up um and yeah so my main tip is just sitting down taking that time to plan it out now I know a lot of us want to jump in you know I'm the same way when I get excited I want to just do it like yeah. don't try and slow me down I want to jump in <laughs> get started but if you just allow yourself that time, mm -hmm. I feel like you're going to get a lot further because 
you're not going to then get hit by that overwhelming wall when you realize oh my god there's so many things I didn't think about there's so many things I've still got to do I wanted to launch on this date but actually my to-do list is getting longer rather than shorter (laughs) um so yeah my main tip is just spend that bit of time just mapping out and letting letting you yourself kind of roll with things so I can't remember what it's called but there's that thing that you um you get taught when you're um in college and things like that when oh a gantt chart yeah well yes they're great but um it's like walking through so it's like you say to someone walk me through making a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and they're like okay so you put the kettle on think wait you're putting an empty kettle on you haven't filled it up with water you haven't checked that the kettle's plugged in <laughs> stuff like that right it's those yeah. little details that you have to think about because they're the things that are missed and that's what's going to make you hit that overwhelm wall um it can often stop you in your tracks <laughs> oh my so, gosh plan just allow that time Um, so what if they've never launched something before, so they don't even have an idea of like what, you know, what's included in that, what should they do? Because let's say that they're like completely brand new. I want to give them some tactical advice of like how to make sure that they get most of the details. There's always going to be something that falls through the cracks. Like, let's be honest, but, um, (laughs) but like, if we're like thinking about this of like, how can somebody do it? What would you say to them? Um, I would say, I would say do your research in terms, you know, have a look online, have a look at people that are doing it. But I want, I'm, this can sometimes then get you into that kind of, you end up trying to compare yourself to someone that's Uh, yes light years ahead but it's always a great thing to just go in don't look for the most experienced person Mm -hmm. just look at someone that started yeah um and get some advice what have they done you know when I was becoming a VA I just spent my lunch break sorry if anyone from work is watching this but I was in (laughs) love um lunch breaks googling how to be a v like I literally just googled how to be a VA yeah um and I just got the you know I I went through loads of different sites and I wrote things down as I went so that I was kind of making this plan of okay I need to think of a business name then I need to think of a URL name or um you know where am I going to market the business stuff like that Mm -hmm. there is a lot to think about but getting those kind of main main parts of things and then giving mm-hmm. yourself the grace to learn on the go as well. Yeah, I, I think that's the main thing is just having a look at other people and don't always look at the <laughs> person with the millions of followers because they you haven't seen they the have a team <laughs> yeah exactly they do have, they have probably a very very big team yeah a very very big budget as well yeah <laughs> um, so yeah have a look at what other people are doing and get, get advice from people and also talk to people I think a lot of the time we are scared to approach people mm-hmm. but I have found that actually a lot of times majority of people are willing to help you that yeah. if you DM them and say I really want to start a business I'm I don't know what to do I feel like nine times out of ten people will actually offer you some some help uh, and guide mm-hmm. you in the right direction yeah 
That's so true. And even if they don't like, that's fine. Like reach yeah. out to multiple people because exactly. your chances are going to be better. Yeah. Exactly. My, um, one of my team members, actually, the reason that she got the job was because she reached out to me um, like last April, March or April or something like that. She reached out to me and asked me, um, she was working on a project for um, her senior project in high school. And right. yeah, and so she reached out to me and asked me some questions about like owning a business and whatever. And she's like, no worries if you can't get to them, but like, this would be so helpful. And I did. And I just like voice memoed her back. And, um, I was like, you know what? Like I invited her to be in one of my photo shoots because she was just like super interested and super eager. And, um, then that led to me hiring her because she was like so interested and willing to learn and eager to get started and so you never That's know what like you yeah. helping somebody else could turn into yeah definitely it's so and I think that as well that's one of my biggest regrets actually in business is not networking earlier on in the of me being in the online space mm -hmm. um, because I was scared. I was scared to reach out yeah. to people. You know, I felt very nervous having conversations with people and trying to seem like I was, it's that kind of iffy thing. Like, I don't want to seem like I'm selling to people. So I'm scared to have conversations. Yeah. That's one of my biggest um, regrets, actually. I, um, I wish I'd had a lot more conversations earlier on mm -hmm. <laughs> and made those connections with people because as well being in the online space can be quite quite lonely right you can yeah. it can be it can feel really isolating sometimes mm -hmm. and having just some people in your dms even yeah <laughs> can make such a huge difference so yeah i recommend chatting to people in the online you know that doing things that you want to do yeah as soon as possible um mm -hmm. make those friendships make make those connections because they can really do masses for you, for mm -hmm. your business, you know, future collaborations, yeah. all things. So, Huge. Um, yeah, yeah. So scratch everything I said, that's my number one tip. <laughs> <laughs> forget <laughs> launching, forget anything else. You don't need systems, <laughs> meet people. <Just> network. <laughs> Yeah, it honestly is huge. And that's one of the things that I um, did too when I first started my business was I, the online space can feel so confining. It feels like you're just like in a box. And especially if you don't get outside of that, yeah. it's like you are running the rat race almost. And um, that's one of the things that I did really early on in my business was that I put myself out there locally and I got connected within my local like female business owner community. And that did amazing things for my business yeah. because I would get referrals through there. And like, I was able to meet in person with other people who you know had similar feelings and there's something to be said about in-person com community like you you have a community online and that's great and everything but it takes it up, up a whole whole other notch when you like actually get to meet them in person and it's almost like a, a layer of the onion is peeled back and 
you'll be able to, just because you have that in-person connection with that person, you'll be able to dive deeper into like the conversation that you're having and they'll probably like share, you know, secrets or whatever things that they wouldn't necessarily be sharing to you through an Instagram DM and you can really like learn a lot from the people that that are in your network, whether they have a business that you are like trying to achieve or a different business model completely. And they're just like a business owner in general, like you have something to learn from everybody, I think. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say that you learn a lesson from everyone. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about human design because I'm so fascinated and I don't really know all that much about human design other than the fact that I'm a manifesting generator and that like I have to be doing something at all times and that like I'm constantly moving on to the next thing. Um, And I know that you integrate this into your launch strategy. So I would love to just kind of share about what human design is and why is it so important to understand with the work that you do? So, yeah, so human design, this is um, a very new thing that I've introduced into my launch and my OBM services. And I feel extremely passionate about it because um, I know in in the online space, there is a lot of um cookie cutter strategies so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of for launching for example there's a lot of do this this is the strategy to follow this is the way to sell this is the way to market yourself when you're launching Mm -hmm. a course or a program or whatever it is and actually just because that's worked for that person and it will probably most likely work for a lot of people as well. a lot of people it's not going to work for everyone mm-hmm. and the people it doesn't work for it makes them feel like you know what am i do- i don't understand what am i what am i doing wrong you know yeah launching's not for me this isn't for me i'm just not going to do it again and you know i hate that <laughs> launching is for everyone yeah Um, And it's drummed into us that launching is stressful. It's overwhelming. It's not fun. It's not a fun process. It's a lot of work, which don't get me wrong. It can be, and launching can feel really stressful. It can feel really overwhelming. But a lot of the times it's because we are launching in a way that doesn't feel right to us. So Mm -hmm. with all that in mind, human, when I found human design, I knew I wanted to incorporate it somehow into the business, but at the time I didn't really know how, I didn't know how that would look like. So anyway, I have started doing my human design reader training so that I can read people's human design charts and use that information to create strategy. So um, essentially human design is, we are all built with this unique blueprint when we're born, right? It's our own unique design. (laughs) It's how we are meant to live our life. It's how we are meant to respond to things, how we're meant to uh, make decisions, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So essentially I use someone's chart to look at how, what feels natural to them. Um, And I incorporate that into a strategy. So some examples, for example, you're a manifesting generator, right? Mm -hmm. You get bored. (laughs) So for a manifesting generator, 
it's great to keep your launch period short you know mm-hmm. keep it short because you don't want to get bored in the middle and uh, lose that momentum people feed off of your energy so mm-hmm. you want to keep that energy high during a launch and that's really hard to do if you're going through a really long launch period um and if you start to lose the the spark around what you're currently doing because yeah. you need to have that kind of fluid you know new things moving on to the next thing that kind of thing mm-hmm. um, so yeah and then for example projectors are not people that tend to they get worn out showing up trying to show up on social media every day you don't have to show up on um you know on your stories every single day during a launch if you don't want to it works wonders for a lot of people but if you are for example a projector and you are not feeling that that day Mm -hmm. it can actually have the opposite effect of you know kind of turning people away because you can pick up on that energy that I don't want to be here I'm doing this because I feel like I have to and that person ends up burnt out the audience aren't responding to it anyway mm-hmm. you know so you've got this kind of <laughs> it's not working on all sides yeah so um projectors are a great example of creating a freebie offer mm-hmm. they, they normally um come from a place a place of offering value and waiting to be invited in so by that you can do things like creating a free resource that uh, invites people to ask you questions mm-hmm. and then responding to them and talking about your offer that way. Yeah, so for me, the main thing is just using it to make everyone feel aligned when they're launching and have fun during a launch yeah. because it can it can make the most massive impact to the results of your launch just by feeling like you're just by feeling comfortable with what you're doing right totally yeah (laughs) I mean I've had coaches before that have told me that I have to send out this many messages in a Facebook group um and just to get them onto a call and do whatever it takes to get them onto a call you know promise them 30 minutes of free advice just to get them onto a call without telling them what the call is even about beforehand or anything like that And I did it like twice. And I was like, this feels horrible. Like I hate it. And it made me feel like I'm not meant for business because Uh I can't, you know, I don't want to be doing this every day. This is making me miserable. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And actually it's just, it doesn't align with me. It Mm -hmm. it would work really well for some people. For some people, Mm -hmm. that's, you know, just getting onto a call they're like really magnetic they they just have that charm about them where it doesn't come it's not like a creepy sales tactic it's let's talk on the phone because I love talking to people <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah so yeah that is kind of what I use the human design for I just want to make people realize that there is a way to launch and have so much fun with it you mm-hmm. don't have to do a seven day open cart open close cart period if you don't want to um you don't have to um you don't have to randomly reach out to people you don't know and be like hey here's my offer you know there's so many many ways to do things and if you're having fun I can guarantee even if you don't hit that 
money goal that you want yeah you feel so much better because you've had fun throughout and you're so much more happy with uh the money you do get because you've mm-hmm. really enjoyed yourself you know yeah yeah that's my that's main goal <laughs> so true yeah I feel like with the launches that have felt really good it's just been like an effortless flow and yeah even though like I am doing manual effort, you know, like reaching out to people and selling, it felt good because I was like genuinely caring about them and like the outcome of what they would be getting instead of like looking at it as like, oh, I'm going to make, you know, a couple thousand dollars from this person. Like that was never, when, when launching has felt good, it was never about the money it was more so about the people and the product or service that I was offering at the time and then it just all flows kind of into place when everything lines up like that yeah love that yeah and I think that's just it's my main goal I just you know every day when I log online I see someone talking about how launching is so stressful and here's other ways that you can make money without having to launch and I'm like it doesn't have to be that way it really really doesn't you know yeah there is a lot of work don't get me wrong you know mm-hmm. I know that <laughs> yeah but that work doesn't have to feel like um it doesn't have to feel like a heavy weight it doesn't mm-hmm. have to feel like oh I've got to show up and do this because it's what you're supposed to do launching you know you can right. incorporate these fun little things um and enjoy yourself while launching I promise yeah. you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And take it from me. I'm not an, a launch expert by any means, but I've launched multiple things in my business. And like when it's done right, like it feels really good. So um, I'd love to hear from you. Do you have, I know you said that you don't really follow a cookie cutter strategy and that you put together different launch strategies for each individual, but behind each of those like custom strategies is do you have like a framework that you're kind of going off of um in general that you can tailor to each person yeah so I have like a general um framework I call it my scale framework um Uh happy accident that it's spelled but yeah so um for every launch I would just start with strategy and planning I don't feel like you have to stick to a certain strategy throughout you you know if you feel like things are getting um stale during your launch I do think you can you can change it uh mm-hmm. in fact if if you're feeling unaligned I encourage you to change it um it's not too late even in the right bang in the middle of a launch mm-hmm. um but start with planning a strategy mapping out those um details like I said before a lot of the time when you're overwhelmed in a launch it's because um you haven't planned for those nitty-gritty details so my biggest tip for that is just like the making a cup of coffee like sit down okay I need to put the kettle on is there any steps before that like just Uh think about it like that just like okay I need to create my social media graphics what do I need to do to create the social media graphics like right I need to get to that point um that will help you kind of not Mm -hmm. miss out there's always going to be things that you know are unaccounted for always Mm -hmm. um but majority of the time you'll get 
nine out of the 10 <laughs> things, um, that will help with the overwhelm a lot mm -hmm. if you've got those things mapped out. Then I look at doing all the creation side of things. So once you've mapped out your, your strategy and you've put together your kind of project plan um, and your dates, all of that go into the you know planning stage, um, mm -hmm. launch dates, goals, how do you want to feel through your launch? Yeah. Um, what do you want to make? All of that stuff. Then going into the creation phase. So sit down, map, start creating everything that you need, your graphics, your sales page, your copy, emails, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and have fun while you're doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so create all of that. Then it's the automation phase. I recommend automating as much as humanly possible yeah. <laughs> while you're launching <laughs> so that you literally can when it comes to that launch week or whatever it is that you're doing, you can come with the um, mindset of I'm purely here to just show up for my audience. I'm purely here to give value. I'm, you know, I'm here to answer questions. Everything else is taken care of in the background. Mm -hmm. Automate as much as possible. Do that before you get into that launch, the actual launch phase. Then we go into the launch phase have fun, show up, <laughs> talk to your audience, have conversations, mm -hmm. go on holiday and do it from holiday if you want. <laughs> um, yes. And then this, the, the thing that everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people seem to miss is after the launch. So the evaluation stage, evaluate mm -hmm. what went right with the launch, where um, a lot of the sales came from, have a look at things like, were people going to your sales page, but not converting? or mm -hmm. whether not many people go into the sales page have a look at all of that because it will really help you for your next launch it's not to criticize your yeah. launch or anything like that it's just purely to look at it from a is there anything I can change for next time is there something yeah. that wasn't resonating and yeah so that was kind of the framework that I would I would follow I love it so you said scale is strategy or s is strategy but what are the other letters uh, so strategy and planning, creation, um, automation, uh -huh. launch, evaluate. Evaluate. Okay, cool. I love that. That's perfect. Those fit together and like that's the process that I would go through too. So that's awesome. When it comes to developing the messaging, so for all of the content and the creation of a launch, what are the key components of putting together like a really strong message and how do you make sure that it lands with the audience to actually sell whatever it is that you're launching? Um, for me to make sure that it's kind of you, you're really resonating with the audience is by doing the market research. So I would recommend just talking to people and asking them um you know whether this is your network or if you're um approaching people that you you maybe aren't friends with in the online space or anything like that but you you know like I say a lot of the time people are willing to help um although mm -hmm. we feel like they might not be reach out to people and just say hey I am creating something that this is this is the purpose of what I'm creating mm -hmm this is kind of this is what I'm thinking for it does does this resonate with you like 
what comes up for you ask just ask these questions mm-hmm. you know or if you're launching a course about launching yeah <laughs> asking people those questions of um you know would you mind answering a few questions for me what comes up when you think about launching mm-hmm. um what are the feelings um how do you feel after a launch you know all of that stuff mm-hmm um and it doesn't necessarily have to be just your audience that you ask either in fact I would recommend going outside of your audience too because sometimes the thing that we're launching isn't actually for the our current audience right um, you know sometimes we for example if you've got a done for you business if you're then launching a course that's teaching people how to do a done for you service those people you've already got probably aren't your audience mm-hmm. you know they're, they're getting the done for you service they're that, yeah. that audience you're looking for a different one so don't always stick with your audience I see a lot of advice it's like just go on stories and ask do a few polls go outside no. of that you yeah. know? um find other people in different circles and just ask them I'm sure that mm-hmm. they'll be happy to help <laughs> And I think that's the biggest thing for finding your messaging. Other people will tell you sometimes what you're hearing isn't what other people were hearing. <laughs> Speak to people, ask them, does this resonate with you? Use their words. Yeah, I think that's huge. That's a lot of the people miss that step. People miss the market research step. And like you were saying, I think that a lot of them utilize their own audience for the market research. And that's great. You know, if like, that's where your ideal client for that offer is hanging out. But more often than not, like I, I think that your audience is probably not the people that you're trying to target with that specific offer. So that's awesome. So with launching, like, obviously, there's only so many times that you can launch before, you know, you burn out and like before, you know, you have to plan it strategically throughout the year. So realistically, like launching and building up to a launch takes several months. And so what, how do you recommend people like um, selling in the interim and like, do you always recommend launching or is there a way for people to sell on more of an ongoing basis without launching essentially so that they can keep the money coming in? Yeah. So, um, two ways to look at this. So if you are looking to do like a a live launch, for example, Mm -hmm. I would look to do this maybe like once a quarter, um, for a big launch. I wouldn't do more than that for a big launch mm-hmm. personally. I feel like you can get burnt out. Your audience can get burnt out as well. Yeah. Um, so I would recommend once per quarter for, for big launches. And then in the interim of that, you can do upsells and downsells around that offer. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you've launched um, a big program, could you do um like a smaller graduation to that program like a little mini mind for example for people who have done uh, your program in the past at some point doing like a little mini mind six eight people where you're kind of going further into you know what they've already learned and expanding on that mm-hmm. um or like a downsell where if they bought a course from you you can now um you know you could launch like a little one um group workshop 
where people mm -hmm. can ask you questions um, or you can walk through creating a plan for them for the year, for example, on this workshop mm -hmm. together. I do like big launch once per quarter and then you can do either these upsell or little downsell things either side of that mm -hmm. to keep that money coming in. Um, and also not just for the money side of it, but for, for your audience. I think a lot of the times we think, oh, they, they've already purchased this course. They're not going to want to buy anything else. But actually, sometimes mm -hmm. a lot of people want that little bit more. Mm -hmm. You know, I would love to sit on a, a workshop and map out my year with you. Like, that would be great. Yeah. Sign yeah. Me up. <laughs> um, yeah. So I would recommend doing those kind of either side. Um, if that feels, you know, right for you and you're wanting yeah. to kind of do something either side of a launch um and then for people that don't want to do you know live launch live launches constantly you obviously can take your offers evergreen mm -hmm. um you can open up a program or a course to just people can enroll anytime but i would rec i would i would always recommend live launching it two three times before going into evergreen mm -hmm. only so that you can make sure your messaging is hitting uh it's mm -hmm. much harder to tell when something's evergreen yeah. um you know if you've got an open closed cart period it's much easier to look at those numbers to see if something maybe wasn't resonating with the audience mm -hmm. or maybe it's not even anything to do with the messaging but maybe you had the wrong audience for example like I said mm -hmm. earlier launching to people that you've previously offered done for you services to and actually now you want a uh, an audience of people that are looking to learn how to do the done for you right um, and that's much easier to figure out when you're live launching and you can look at the numbers so I would recommend doing two or three live launches first to get those statistics and numbers and all of that behind you yeah and then also with that you build social proof so if you know your launches are going well you have all that momentum built up and you know that like it's going to be successful and that there's a need for it so it gives you that much more confidence you know yeah. turning your offer evergreen and making it always available so yeah yeah definitely that's great oh thank you for all that launch wisdom that was so good and i feel like i don't i hardly ever talk about launching on on my podcast so it's going to be yeah. such a like wealth of knowledge for everybody that gets to tune into this episode today um is there anything that like you don't feel like we touched on about launching specifically that somebody needs to know like what's your what's your one last parting word in in regards to launching that people need to know? I think it's just that literally anyone can launch. It's not out of reach for anyone. You don't have to be an expert before you launch. You don't have to have worked with a million people before you launch. <laughs> um, you don't even have to have worked with one person before you launch. You can launch something before then. So mm -hmm. it is for everyone. And please don't get stuck in this. It's overwhelming and stressful and it's not worth it because it doesn't have to be. It just, you know, have fun with it. You know, think of things that light you up and do it. You know, yeah. how can you work that into your launch? Do that. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, there is a way to launch and, and have fun doing it <laughs> and come out feeling like 
that was awesome. When can I do it again? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Oh, thank you so much. Um, so before we hop off, I want to talk about like the confessions of an entrepreneur and what it's like being a business owner, because I feel like all too often Instagram and social media is a highlight reel and they don't actually get to see like what goes into making business a success. And they, you know, come onto our social medias and they're like, oh my gosh, this person is so successful, but they haven't seen like all of the shit that we've gone through in order to get to where we are now. So I would love to learn from your experience as an entrepreneur getting to where you are um and also hopefully save the audience from having to deal with whatever you have gone through um so why don't you tell us about a time that like really sucked in your business and some a time that you were just like why am i doing this <laughs> well i mean i've had a lot of that i've had a lot of yeah i think we i think we all have <laughs> Um, I, I've had it and, you know, I still have it where sometimes at nighttime I'm lying there and I think I can't do this. I'm not, I'm not the person for this. And I have to check myself and realize mm -hmm. this imposter syndrome. It's so normal. Everyone goes through this at some point or another. And it's a good thing. It's actually a good thing, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm pushing being able to push through that it could, would do will do wonders for you so yeah I think my main kind of advice always is just work on yourself from the beginning I didn't realize that because you know I thought it was all just strategy but actually mm -hmm. there is a lot of stuff you have to work on on yourself yeah to be successful um and I guarantee that all the all these big successful people in the online space are still battling through things. They say, don't they, with every new income level <laughs> is a new devil. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of times that have felt like they really suck. I've had bad client experiences before where um, I've ended up having to um, cut those relationships, which doesn't feel nice. Um, <laughs> It sucks to do, but I always try and just look at the lesson in everything. So is there anything that could have prevented this from happening? Are, are my boundaries where they should be? What, what work can I do on myself to push through these barriers um, mm -hmm. and stuff like that? And also the other thing is that everything is figure out, figure figurable. <laughs> you're out of all <laughs> thank you girls. yeah <laughs> well, yes that um so, and what i mean by that is if you're having that imposter syndrome of like i can't do this isn't isn't for me you can always learn <laughs> like yeah. i think that you will always know more than what you think you do um yeah that you think you do but you can always learn if you're uh -huh. feeling uncomfortable get online have a look, do some research. And I guarantee a lot of the times you'll be like, I know all this. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> <It's just laughs> <imposter> syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that inside work is a lot of the things that we skip over and we don't mm -hmm. see in the online space a lot. And that people, even when they're really successful, have bad days, they have good days, and they have really 
horrible terrible days yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's just realizing that everyone's going through that and what can you do to help yourself through it Mm -hmm. oh that was so good that was like the freaking mic drop (laughs) that was the mic drop moment that we needed i think that that's so good because i mean that is mindset is your biggest asset it's one of your biggest assets as a business owner because it's your biggest competition like if you don't have my you're like a positive mindset and if you don't believe in yourself and if you have all these doubts and insecurities and things that we all have but if you're not able to like work through those things like that's going to be the thing that makes you fail because you have endless potential you know any any one of us has endless potential and we can all do it and make it work whatever it is that we want to do but it's all about what's up here in your brain yeah yeah definitely and how much you're willing to put in that work on yourself not Mm -hmm. just you know not just learning new things but pushing through things that you've learned in the past that you need to unlearn (laughs) yes oh my gosh so true that too Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing all about launching, all about mindset, blocks. It's been so good. And I loved, I learned so much about human design too from you. So that was brilliant. I'm so excited for everybody to listen. Um, Where can my listeners find you? And is there anything that they should be looking out for in the future from you uh yeah so you can find me at victoriacharlotte.co or same on instagram my handle is uh victoriacharlotte.co you can find me there if you've got any questions you can ask me them i will soon be bringing out a new free resource we will um match a launch strategy to your human design Ooh, love Um, it (laughs) so i'll be launching that soon um so you can look out for that um i'm really excited about that (laughs) Uh, and yeah so ask me any questions if you've got any from from this um uh, you can get me at victoria charlotte co everywhere (laughs) awesome yeah we will also share your links and everything in the show notes so they'll be able to access them quickly there and thank you so much for coming on the shiro show today thank you for having me this has been so much fun thank you so much for listening to the shiro's show For more value-packed and inspiring episodes like this one, make sure you're subscribed or following The She Rose Show on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you are tuning in today. Make sure to check out the show description for links mentioned in today's show. And please leave us a review, give us some love on social, or share this episode with one of your business friends. We love getting to see what your favorite episodes are and hearing your thoughts and feedback. Also, you don't have to wait until next week to come hang out with us. Make sure to say hello on Instagram at WeAreSheRose. We will see you next week on The She Rose Show.